You cannot tell me that there is not life on one of them 5,000 planets beyond our solar system. If you believe that there is no life outside of Earth, I'm having to question your humanity at this point. <laughs> Let's get into the show. Welcome to the Candor and Clarity Show with Leah Lorraine. episode of the candor and clarity podcast so it's a rainy day here in baltimore and i had to start the show off with a little quiet storm you know a little vibe to um i don't know set the tone like it's all rainy and cold outside which is like spring is not springing it's not doing what spring is supposed to do well technically i guess it is doing what spring is supposed to do because rain obviously um <laughs> nourishes the earth so flowers can grow and so the bees can pollinate and all of that good shit that is mother nature so yeah it's a rainy day i've got some tea um i'm doing a little detox because well every season i try to do a little cleanse you know to help usher in you know the new energy and adjust to um the changing climate so i'm doing a little juice i'm doing fasting in the morning and then i'll have like a green juice for lunch and then i'll have like a nice um leafy green and and fiber um dinner you know to help just get give the gut a good reset and um get all the bad shit out <laughs> not that i've been eating horribly but um i definitely have indulged in some non-healthy things which which is okay in moderation you know, we're not going to beat ourselves up about eating shit that we enjoy, eating shit that tastes good. Um, everything in moderation. It is all about balance, right? So yeah, I got my tea, no wine, no wine today. Yeah. <laughs> no fucking wine, but that's okay because... You know, one of the grown-up things to do is to take care of your health. And um, and I'm grateful that I am healthy, that um, uh, my body has carried me through these two long-ass years of this pandemic. And apparently there's another strain that's coming. And I'm just like, are you fucking kidding me? I am just really over this whole fear-mongering shit with COVID. I mean, I get that it, it's a very serious virus. It essentially is another strain of the flu. 
uh, you know, but <laughs> we're going to get into that um, a little bit later in the segment. So this week in what the fuck news, NASA has released a statement saying that there are more than 5,000 planets, more than 5,000 planets beyond our solar system. Mysteries of the cosmos! And now, because I'm a little bit of a nerd when it comes to the cosmos and all of this shit, I I already knew this. (laughs) I didn't know the exact number. Well, technically, there was a show. I think it's called The Cosmos or something like that. And um, they were doing, you know, a bunch of talk about the cosmos, obviously. And, um, you know, it was mentioned that there are millions, okay, millions, not exactly sure how many millions, but there are millions of different universes, right? So just think of our, our, our universe not our solar system, our entire universe, which we still uh, can't measure. You know, it's still expanding. Millions of those. So the 5,000 planets thing was cool that they finally came out and, I don't know, admitted (laughs) or recognized. I mean, they probably knew this for years, but they figured, you know what, let's throw this 5,000 planets and see how humans react because I'm still mad at how y'all reacted over fucking toilet paper. Okay. So more than 5,000 planets beyond our solar system. And just imagine if there is life on some of those planets, not all, but some, they uh, definitely said that there are earth-like planets, several of them in which they are apparently still in investigating. But you know what? At this point, just bring the fucking aliens already. Maybe it's aliens. It's totally aliens. Like, I- I'm just like, you know, we we know that they're there. They're out there lurking somewhere in the cosmos, wondering what the fuck is going on on Earth. Just bring the aliens. We want to see the aliens. And you know what? If I had my pick between robots and aliens, I'm going with the fucking aliens, right? (laughs) Because listen, if God is the universe, aliens are too. So that means they are part of God. Robots on the, on the other hand are some man-made shit (laughs) and, uh, humans cannot be trusted. (laughs) I'll be back. Um, so that was exciting to see, you know, kind of shake up the fucking news. Uh, speaking of other news, Hampton University will allow students from Ukraine to study and house on their campus for free until summer. And if they decide after the summer that they, you know, want to, want to stay on campus they get discounts. And I'm reading this story on, I believe, theroot.com, some one of those. And the article did not specify if this was for black people, right? I'm wondering 
How in the hell an HBCU is welcoming these students if they're not black, right? Because we saw, we all saw the the racist, quote unquote racist shit that um, a lot of the um, Ukrainians did by not allowing the African uh, uh, citizens on the trains and in the refugee camps, etc. And here we go, right? Here we go, all loving and welcoming. You know, first of all, we'll say, in this regard, even though many people will uh, label this as racist on the account of the Ukrainian people, I will say that at least they were like, you know what? We're protecting ours first. We got first dibs. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, it just seems like I wish that we as a collective culture, black people, will have that same mindset as, you know what? We're going to protect our own first and foremost. Because at the end of the day, when we talk about self-care, when we talk about self-preservation, those things are accepted, but not in a time of, 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 of war and protection for your own. I don't know. Maybe I'm just an optimist. You know, I just wish that um, we wouldn't just label everything racist. I mean, is it really racist for them to, you know, protect their own first? I, you know, I don't know. I think it's a survival tactic i don't know if it's necessarily racist but in any case um (laughs) why are we doing this and who's behind it that's what i want to know who is behind this push to you know take these students now and they better be black that's all i gotta say they better be black because if i see another news story and these motherfuckers ain't black i don't know we might have an issue the fuck am i gonna do (laughs) What am I going to do? I don't go to a HBCU. Uh, anyway, next story. Pfizer recalls blood pressure medication. Um, Acuritec, Quinapril, and hydrochlorothiazide. Now, who the fuck comes up with these names? Oh my God. So... They are recalled due to an elevated level of potential um, carcinogen. This is Pfizer, okay? Pfizer is the same. I touched on this on a few episodes back. Um, I believe it was Don't Look Up. Go back and listen to that episode because I'm not going to reiterate the shit. I don't want nobody coming for me. (laughs) So, but I will say that this company has so many I don't understand how they're still in business to be honest they've had so many lawsuits against them they've had so many medications recalled and guess who made the the vax that they are pushing and also the same company controls the narrative surrounding the vax right all I can say about this is to do your own research and, and and see for yourself about this company, right? See how much money they made 
with with this last little medication air quotes for those who can't see medication that they uh released a couple of years ago yeah so so go do your research and then uh report back in the facebook group <laughs> um yeah so that's what's going on in the news besides the Kanye West shit. And I said I was <laughs> I said I was not going to talk about him every week. I swear I wasn't. Uh you know, there's apparently some shit going on with him and DL Hughley. I have not tuned into much of that, so I mean I don't even really have an opinion on it. But um I just Kanye, just sit down. There's there's something that I want to talk about. And, and later on in the show, when we get to the for the culture segment, but I, Kanye, sit down, boo boo, just just be just be quiet. They didn't already kicked you off the Grammys, okay? Cause you like, what are you doing? <laughs> I just want to choke him sometimes. Like, just sit down. <sighs> okay, enough of that. <laughs> Um, I want to get into the women's history of, uh, women's history fact of the week. And, um, it's not one woman in particular. I really want to share the history of National Women's History Month, how it came about and, um, why we celebrate this to begin with. So National Women's Month traces its roots to March 8th, 1857, when women um, from various New York City factories staged a protest over poor working conditions. The first Women's Day celebration in the United States was in 1909, also in New York City. More than seven decades later, Congress in 1981 established National Women's History Week to be commemorated annually the second week of March. In 1987, Congress expanded the week to a month and every year since has passed a resolution and the president has issued a proclamation designating March Women's History Month. So that is the history of this holiday that we um, celebrate. And it's amazing that how... (laughs) This began in 1857, and yet in 2022, we are still fighting for equal pay. There you have it. You can't have everything, right? (laughs) So that is your National Women's History Fact of the Day, or the month, the week, whatever. Um... I do not have a new herb or strain of the week. I'm still smoking on the uh, green gelato. And I'm thinking it's actually one of my favorites. If, if not my favorite, you know. Um, I love I love the, the ganja, right? So... We're gonna um, <laughs> we're gonna take a, a quick second to appreciate Mother Earth and all her gloriousness with this wonderful herb that we call 
Yes, because today's topic, I've touched on it before in previous episodes, but I want to talk about beauty standards and, you know, the pressure of um, trying to meet these beauty standards, these unrealistic beauty standards um, that that we see today in society. And I feel like beauty standards have always been a problem from magazines, you know, uh, Playboy, Sports Illustrated, Cosmo, uh, InStyle, all of these magazines, right, um, who present a particular image, you know, a standard of beauty. I mean, the whole Barbie fiasco, uh, started with, uh, setting a a beauty standard, right? And of course, (laughs) every little girl in America wanted a Barbie and we still to this day, uh, celebrate Barbie. And of course we have more inclusion. We have more black Barbies, we have more Asian, uh, all types of different nationalities, which is cool, you know? Um, but there's this obsession with the perfect body. And, um, you know, I've been watching this evolve over the last, I don't know, like s- several years. I've, I've been watching this kind of play out and have caught, found, found myself caught up in it sometimes. And I'm like, wow, where is this coming from? And, and, you know, it's from the images that we see on social media, you know, with the fitness and the big booties and, you know, the Amber Roses and the Meg the Stallions and all of these body types that we see. And, um, you know, now we're at a point where we have young women, young girls, really just putting their bodies through so much torture, turmoil, cutting on themselves, you know, to fit a certain image that um, the world or society has painted, that you have to be this in order to be successful. You know, you have to be shaped like, uh, I don't... Matter of fact, where does this shape come from? The super skinny waist with with the big hips and I just, that is not a regular shape. I just want to say that that's not a regular shape. Not every woman is shaped that way and not every woman should strive to be shaped that way, right? We all have different body types and, and we really need to stop putting ourselves through all of this harmful shit on our bodies even from the inside right the diets that we that we do that that don't work you know um it's just it's it's a sad conversation for me and I feel like I want to touch on this because we are approaching summertime and um you know it's I'm seeing the videos like you know uh, get your, get a, get a bigger butt and get a flatter stomach. And we are in this culture where we are just so obsessed with our body images. And so, you know, um, 
as a fitness instructor, a health and wellness educator, I it's I almost feel responsible because I've had my own struggles, okay? <laughs> the closer, you know, as I approach 40 and I look at myself and I look in the mirror and I look at my body and I'm like, okay, this is a different this is a different body than than I've had um all my life, you know, like I'm entering into a stage where where my body is changing and I'm learning to recognize this change because bodies change with age. It is a fact. And I think I've gotten comfortable with the idea that, okay, this is how my body is at going into my 40s, which is pretty damn good, <laughs> if I must say. You know, there's a couple of... uh things that I want to work on, a couple of toning, um, you know, a, a couple of parts that I want to tone, but that doesn't necessarily mean that I, I, I want to fit into um, a certain beauty standard, right? And I think also it's important that we we realize how much influence social media has on us all, because I'm sure men have this as well. You know, you see the super muscular dude, you know, and and you wonder like, damn, is my, is my woman looking at, you know, looking at this man or, you know, whatever. I know guys have, um, certain insecurities as well. And, uh, it's okay. We all have them, right? We all have them. And, um, it's worth discussing the importance of really accepting who, accepting your body for what it is, right? And, and I say that lightly because there's a double-edged sword to this, right? Because there's Lizzo who is not the ideal or the, I won't say not ideal. Let me not say that. (laughs) But, um, she's not the beauty standard that is pushed, right? Kim Kardashian. Kim Kardashian. That whole clan, you know, the the Lala Anthony's, that's the kind of body type that a lot of these women are going for, which, hey, if the, do you, boo, if that's who, if, if that's what you aspire to, by all means, you know, I'm just one woman's opinion. So when we, when we have a culture that is hyper-focused on making our booties bigger and all this, like, you know working out becomes this obsession with changing some part of your body, you know, uh, get a flat stomach, you know, all of these different things. And listen, I found myself caught in that as well. You know, I'm programming my classes, like, you know, you know, what's the focus, right? And, um, you know, and it's one of the reasons I struggled with becoming a fitness instructor because I just did not want to fit into that whole superficial culture of why we're working out, right? We're not working out to get better abs. We're working out to create room for digestion, (laughs) especially for you know, for women who are aging. And so, you know, changing my my whole perspective just surrounding 
working out and, and really learning about the human body and, um, you know, what happens as we age has shifted my, uh, idea about health and wellness and, and, and working out. And, and we really don't have to push ourselves so hard. We really don't, you know, when you're young, you're, you naturally have so much stamina and energy and all these things. And listen, as you age, it does decline. Okay. Unless you have small children, you know, who you're running after or, you know, whatever. But for me, I don't have any children, right? So my energy definitely has shifted. And I'm like, okay, well, now how do I work out? It even comes down to scheduling. How do I schedule my workouts? So I'm challenging myself, but I'm not overwhelming myself with this um, uh, feeling like I have to work out four days a week or uh even three days a week, right? I, I think now for me at this stage of my life, my workouts are more centered around maintenance, right? Stretching, um, toning, but I don't have to work so hard at doing that because one, I'm an okay size, you know, right? You know, I can, I can tighten a little in some areas, but also you know, I just, I don't have the energy to fucking work out five days a week. (laughs) I just don't. So I don't teach that. And so, um, I say all that to say, you know, deal with the body that you have now versus the one you wish you had or the one you had before. Uh, I know I said that, uh, on a previous podcast, but I, it's worth repeating because we, again, as we're going into spring and summer, you know, women are bringing out the bathing suits. We're looking at, you know, these celebrity women like, oh, honey, okay, Megan Good. <laughs> I was just on Instagram a little while ago and, um, you know, she had on these dope ass bathing suits and, and, and for a minute, for a quick second, I was like, oh my God, look at her body. I need to get in the gym. No, I don't. Well, I do, but I don't need to go get in the gym for that reason. I need to get in the gym to keep my body strong as I'm entering the next phase of my life. And, you know, um, I want to, I want to lessen back and neck pain. (laughs) Okay. My reasons for working out are different, but even for the women who are, you know, in that, in that phase of their life where they have the energy, where they're younger, where they can afford to work out, you know, three, four, five, even six times a day, you know, because they do want the ideal body and all of that. And I'll say this, if there are changes to your body that you wish to make, that's wonderful. But think about why you want to make those changes to your body and realize that there is no shortcut. If you want the body that you want, you have to work for it. You have to eat well, you have to exercise, you have to rest, you have to hydrate. And it's a commitment to do all of those things consistently. (laughs) Ask me how I know. Uh, But don't believe the hype about This is the body type that you have to have in order to obtain the male gaze or success in life. That's not true. Okay. Also, 
fuck trends and do what works for you. Every woman's body is different. And so you cannot compare yourself to another woman's body because hers is different. Her body is shaped, her bones are shaped differently. Her DNA is different. So comparing yourself to another woman only robs you of the joy of enjoying the body that you have. So if you are serious about really loving on your body and accepting it for for what it is, Go to my website, leahlaray.com and join the seven day body love challenge that's on there. Um, It's free. It's ongoing. You can jump in, do it at your pace. And for seven days, just really focus on loving your body the way that it is and then slowly incorporating changes that you would like to see um, for better health, right? Because when you focus on your health, the rest of that shit will come. The pounds will, will drop off. Your body will tone. But let's change the focus for, for you know, to actually giving a shit about your body <laughs> versus um, or appreciating your body and loving it for carrying you through this life versus hating it, cursing it, and, and wanting to um, just change everything about it. All right? Let's get into some for the culture shit shall we i know y'all seen that uh jesse jesse smollett smollett however you say his name then got out of jail and i'm like okay This guy is something else. I don't know what his angle is with 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 all of this that he's doing, that he's done. And um, I'm going to tell you, I did not really believe his story. But I was like, I don't know. It sounds a little... And obviously he went to jail because they said that he lied, right? And so the fact that he is free six days later is making me question uh, whether, see, I, I don't want to say it is, but I'm going to say it. Whether some biracial people use the black card when it suits them. I mean, I'm going to just, I'm going to just drink a little tea. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, this might be an unpopular opinion in which, you know, it is what it is. But in the instance of Judge Katanji Brown Jackson... And why I'm not watching her, um, whatever you call it, it's not a trial, what is it, her hearing um, for the Supreme Court. And then learning that she married a white man, um, even though she's not biracial, this kind of ties into what I was saying. 
in, because it ties into Kamala Harris being biracial and using the black card when it suited her because she wanted to win the election. Obviously she wanted the black vote. So she bought out her chucks and, and pearls and, you know, whatever. Um, and you know, I just, with this whole Jesse Smollett situation, I just like, maybe he does need to be in jail, right? Because if he did lie about his story, you, there's gotta be some consequence for that, right? I mean, wouldn't you think some, you would, you would need some cons cause you can't make false reports, dude. You just can't fucking do that. And now that you're sentenced to jail you want to cry like a little bitch no suck that shit up and take a you know what i'm saying like i saw somebody and y'all are wrong for this i saw somebody that said why is he crying when when or something to the effect of you know in jail is exactly where he wants to be come on you know what they're trying to say and i'm just like y'all are so that was funny but Ooh. <laughs> that was a lot. I did not watch his trial or anything like that, but uh, you know, I've heard that you know everybody was in there crying, the grandmother, the family, everybody, you know. And I'm just like, did you not think about what would happen to you if you got caught? I'm still trying to figure out who the fuck is out at 2 a.m. 20 degree weather in Chicago. Have you been to Chicago? In the winter, <laughs> you're not going out at 2 a.m. You're not leaving the house after nine o'clock because it's cold as fuck. Why are you out at 2 a.m.? Anyway, it's he's free and, you know, I guess he's out on bail. So he might have some more court dates or shit coming up. But I just thought it was interesting. Um... You know, all the crying and everything that happened, the the black fist up in the air and shit. And now he's free. And I'm like, you must have had some white string, some white strings that you pulled because a full blown nigga would have been in jail. OK, <laughs> Um, speaking of Kanye West. Before I get to that, the Judge Katani Brown Jackson, um, why I'm not listening to her hearing introduction, because one, I already know what's going to happen. It's just going to piss me off. They're going to question her to the point, And I've saw, I've seen a couple of clips and I'm like, yeah, I don't need to watch this because it just, it's triggering. It's triggering because of how they are going or how they questioning her, the things, you know, that they're saying. And they're such fucking hypocrites. You know, this one clip that I saw, it just really, it really pissed me off was, you know, they were asking about her um, personal beliefs, uh, you know, her religion, etc., And um, if she was able to separate her personal beliefs uh, from making a judgment. <laughs> and I'm like, yo, are, are they really, they really asking her this question? Like, 
And then he went on to say, would you be able to, uh, to judge a Catholic? I don't know who doesn't know this history, but them motherfuckers is the reason we in this mess. Okay. And that's all I'm going to say about that. I am the Catholic church. Um, Kanye West had a, the future brunch. And I, I believe this was last month during black history month. And, um, he talked about how do we move the culture forward? How do we get back to, uh, black ownership? How do we own, you know, our shit? How do we, how do we support each other in black media? Right. And, you know, I've said this so many times that I wish would just happen. I'm going to say it and put it out into the ethers because I really want this to happen. This is what I want. I want Diddy. I want uh, Tyler Perry. I want all of these celebrities who make millions of dollars a year. And I believe that Kanye West is is trying to form this, but he needs some more people rallied around him. And if we are really going to build a black conglomerate media company, BET'd out. He didn't already sold the shit and, and Viacom owns it now. So we're not getting that back. So, you know, we need to build another one and keep it black. Okay. So... In order to build this black media company that is ran by black people, owned by black people, supports black people, all of these things, because I'm looking at how things are playing out, right? The power moves that are being made um, in different industries, especially media right? Um, podcasting, uh, YouTube, all of these things that are all of these changes that are coming in the next, I would say five years, you know, uh, we, we have to be ready. Otherwise we are going to be forced fed a narrative in which we already are being forced fed a narrative, but if we as black people don't come together, work together, put each other on, support each other, work together, unity. There's that word again, unity. If we don't do these things and take control of our narrative, our history, our culture, everything will be owned by the others and or by other people you know and so if if and that comes down to the lowest level it ain't gotta be just the celebrities just the million dollar people your neighborhood you know your neighborhood um <clears throat> excuse me people you're surrounded with your friends you know do you hire each other? Do you support each other's businesses? Do you um, share each other's 
work and and things, you know, it's really time that we work on supporting each other, supporting, you know, supporting black owned businesses um, as much as we can. You know, we got to keep the dollar in our community, because if we don't, then we can't build wealth. We have no wealth to pass down to, you know, our children and their children, and then they'll be pretty much corporate and social media slaves because (laughs) that's all that's going to be left. You know, ownership um, is so important and that can take many different forms. It doesn't necessarily have to mean starting a business because not everyone is a boss. Not everyone is an entrepreneur and that's okay. But, you know, we are going to have to stop asking for what we want and start building our own. We have the ability, you know, I see the creativity on all of these social media channels. And I'm just like, if we could just use that, (laughs) use that, um, for the, for the important things that we need for our culture in order to own our culture. And Dame Dash is, is right. I never read his uh, Culture Vulture book, but I think I am going to pick that up because we, it's true. We allow people to come in and steal our culture, our swag, um, and we don't have control. We're losing control over the narrative and we are not reaping the benefits of that, you know, economically. Everyone else is getting rich on our culture, but us. Unless you're in the entertainment space, right? Not everybody could be in the entertainment industry, okay? And and I'm not sure that, you know, everyone should. Because that industry is, the showbiz industry <laughs> is a whole nother monster, okay? Um, I got a little taste of that living in LA. And, and, and you know, I did one commercial, Okay, I did one commercial, I did one fashion show, and I was like, eh. <laughs> I don't know if this life is for me. You know, I did it, I tried, and, you know, here I am I'm talking to you wonderful people. So, that is the For the Culture segment. Um, thank you for hanging out with me. A couple of things that I uh, want to get into, follow me on all of the socials at Afroholistic. Also, um, for your fitness classes and body care products, (laughs) um, visit leahlaray.com. Also, join the body work membership. If you do want to work out, um, do some yoga, Pilates, I have a variety of different classes, some body toning classes with weights just to keep your strength and your stamina up just to help you feel good in your body. All of that is on leahlaray.com. Be sure to join the wellness and womanhood and wellness group uh, where we just talk about everyday wellness shit. And also, if you love the podcast, don't forget to rate and subscribe, um, review, also share. 
share my shit with a friend. Sharing is caring, ladies and gentlemen. (laughs) All right, I am out of here. I hope you have a wonderful weekend. And don't forget to check out the video on Spotify now. So you have the audio version and you also have the video that you can watch in addition to um, listening to the audio. It's a little, you know, the videos are a little different. So definitely check them out. Um, they're, They're really cool and entertaining and fun to create. So with that being said, don't forget to subscribe to the YouTube and leave a comment. And I am out, ladies and gentlemen.